Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is this that JPP podcast? Would you take a brain pill no matter the cost? Kevin lets us into his brain to talk about late night bathroom breaks, some TV shows that might be a little inappropriate now, and some tough words. All that and more this week on Just Press Play. The Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. I want you to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Play Podcast. You like apples? So here we are. We are on another week of the JPP pod. And we're actually, I'm getting to record this. I, I'm down in Texarkana. We're over here. Me and Pops are recording together. LJ's holding it down in Chi-Town. What up, L? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, trying to stay warm. Is it what? What? Uh, here? Right now, it's like 78. It's actually a little warm. Like, yeah. I was sweating a little bit. What's it What's it like up uh, there in Chicago? It I don't think it's gotten over 50 in like a week. Um, I guess it's sitting at 50 right now. It's been like 40 all day long. and uh, It's kind of that. And- right now, it's been that weather. I don't know about y'all, but it's like. You kind of, when you leave to walk out the door, you kind of want pants on and jacket, but by the time you leave for lunch or something, it's it's hot now. You don't want that jacket. You kind of wish you would have been wearing some shorts. Yeah. So I it's mean, interesting. The gap. Chicago version of that is the, you know, I've got my, like my, my kind of thin fleece North face jacket. And then I've got like my big thick, like I'm living through winter jacket. <laughs> and uh, so that, that coat I put on because it got down to like the, the thirties or so a little bit colder than that, maybe one day. And then since then it's uh it's warmed up a bit, but it's, so it's a little too warm for that big old coat, but what are you going to do? Like go get, the other coat out of the closet no you're going to keep wearing the same one and sweat a little bit so i think they call that indian summer have y'all heard that term no That's, i feel like i've heard that I don't before know that term. like i remember that in colorado which which y'all were very young um or not even existing yeah. Yeah. some but, of us were young. um they, they referred to to indian summer which would be like when you could build a fire at night but yeah, During I'm the day, that. you probably were shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, an unseasonably warm, dry weather that occurs in autumn sometimes in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very cool. Huh. Cool. You, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Huh? Look at you. Just pops dropping knowledge on us once again. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> Where it might come from. <laughs> Is this, uh, by the way, it's not this weekend. I thought it was going to be this weekend, but... Something comes up next week. I'm just going to help out all our all our listeners out there. We got our clocks are changing next weekend, right? Yeah. Am I getting some sleep or am I losing sleep? Gaining. You're actually gaining. That's my favorite one. Yeah, okay, so no, see, but this is my worst yeah, one. See, I, I think like cuz like last time we talked about this, like I was like super anti time change and dad was like super for time change, but I bet if we talk about it next week, we'll have totally flopped. <laughs> Wait, why why would you not like this? You gain because it'll be dark. It'll be dark. It, it, next week at 530, it's going to be dark. And you can go start your fire. I know you like to have a fire. On but a I don't like it when it gets dark early. I wish daylight savings <laughs> yeah. time was standard time all the time. 
<laughs> I mean, let it be dark in the morning. I don't mind going to work in dark. I just hate getting off of work in dark. Well, I bet the people that get up and go work on their cows and, and do some work out in the field, they like having a little sunshine in the morning. When yeah, but they don't up. sit there. They don't care. They're not going to change their clock. They're going to wake up with the sunrise. The sunrise doesn't change by an hour. Yeah, you know, true. So that doesn't matter. But it is awesome that extra hour of sleep. I love just it. Like, but that's one time. That's one time. Yeah, you but it's an extra. awesome morning. Well, <laughs> But you get that one time and then you're it gets dark. By the time you go home. Yeah, but like my schedule, though, like I get like, you know, if I'm lucky six hours a night. And so that one extra hour like really makes up for a lot of like lost sleep for me. Like it makes a huge difference to me. What do you so, Mr. I want the sun and the night. What do you do when you get off work every day? Do you go outside and do all kinds of stuff? Like someone else mows your lawn for you. It's not like you. <laughs> what, what are you spending all this extra daylight for just to get to look at it? I mean, I just like to be outside. Sometimes I water you can't the be flowers. outside if it's a little darker, huh? You can't be outside if it's a little it's darker. It's not as much fun, no, because I mean, you don't water flowers after dark, really. And so this know. is all about you and your water and flowers. <laughs> it's not just about water and flowers. I mean, I might want to wash my truck. Okay. I might want to. How often do you wash your truck on a weekday after work? You probably did it on a Saturday mid-afternoon more often. Well, I mean, you just have something <laughs> about everything I'm saying. So, you know what? And also, I like daylight savings time. You're throwing out you're throwing out water hobbies that, like, don't work as well in the winter anyway. Like, are you watering your flowers yeah, in December? Or? <laughs> you probably need to make sure it doesn't freeze and, and you not need to bring those flowers inside. <laughs> You know, I really Where you like control mowing. the lighting. mowing my own yard again, just to spite you. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I used to love mowing the yard. I like Y'all doing it that. like I like doing it like twice a year, but that's it. Yeah. I did mow this yard one time. It's kind of big, and there's an area where it's kind of thick, you know. And the lawnmower just it's it's. I did it once. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those like I want to mow the lawn, and then you realize halfway through, like, Whew, no, I'm still I really going. Don't. <laughs> I really don't. I'm good. I have a cluster that will kind of uh, feed into what you just said. So fire away. Yeah, it's right here. Yeah. Okay. You're offered a brain pill. If you swallow this pill, you will become 10% more intelligent than you currently are. You will be more adept at reading, comprehension, logical, and critical thinking. However, to all other people you know and to all future people you meet, you will seem 20% less intelligence. In other words, you will immediately become smarter, but the rest of the world will perceive you as dumber. And there is no way you can ever alter the universality of that perception. Do you take the pill? So, so basically, like this the, pill just makes you pronounce pill. words like universality. Is that what's going <laughs> yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what y'all hear. I actually know yeah. how to pronounce it. <laughs> right. Obviously. What y'all heard. <laughs> well, how would we seem dumber if we're this is a claustion dude i mean it's just everybody else in the world will perceive you as dumber actually though you are and they're going to perceive you 20 percent dumber sounds like you took this from socrates i don't know if y'all read any socrates but the philosopher but are you what he's trying to act like he took the pill (laughs) socrates the hell Socrates. Well, it sounds a lot better now that I don't pronounce it Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> so I'm the big Aristotle then, I guess. Have you ever okay, tried so- pronouncing Chipotle like Aristotle? Yeah, like Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> so I don't, we, we're getting, we, we, so I somehow, of course, as always, yeah. I got us off the track, we, but <laughs> we clearly took the pill. Would, would you, you're at, would I take the pill? The answer is. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't. I don't see what's the why. Why wouldn't I take the pill? Well, I mean, uh, what would be the benefit of taking the pill? Like, why would you want to take the pill? I'd be smarter. I'd be. Yeah. What would you like, do with that intelligence? Like, why? Why is that necessary? 
I think it could sounds like it can make me like a better critical thinker. Like I could come up with some stuff while writing or Yeah, and everybody's gonna think you're dumb. Like well, what's what's di- what's new? <laughs> what's it's 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 October twenty eighth, Sunday, you know. Well, I know, but I'm saying like so you get smarter and people actually think you're dumber than they think I, you are now. I, what do you do you not take the pill? I, I think I take it. But but I think it's um well I'm just saying there is like it's not an easy thing. It's not like, well, obviously I'll get smarter. Like I think part of the benefit of the intelligence is to like use that intelligence, but like, what are you going to, how are you going to use it? If everybody thinks that what you're saying is dumber than what they think I'm saying currently, you know what I mean? Like, well, that. so I remember I, I, maybe y'all can kind of tell me if I'm wrong or right. But at the end of that, when dad was fumbling around on that one word, <laughs> uh, it, it is saying that we're not going to be able to make like a big impact on the world. I don't not necessarily, that but at all, people are not going to think that you're intelligent. Like you still might be able to like, Dumb people come up with intelligent things periodically, and people would think you're just one of those lucky dumb people, you know. Well, so I could still, in theoretic, like you, y'all might think I'm not as smart, but I could come up with something that makes me either rich or cures something. Like there, I could still make a big impact on the world. Yeah, and sure, some people are going to think I'm a little odd and not that smart, but you know what? Every genius is kind of looked at a little funny. So yeah, yeah. I think I'm taking it. I'm definitely taking it. But I think the perfect combination is being smarter than you appear. Yeah. Because because then people don't take you as seriously. So then when you come up with something, it's like, oh, wow. That's like the story of my life. Well, yeah. That's what I, I set the bar really low. Yeah, the and then bar. every now and then I say something kind of like, whoa, <laughs> there is something going on in Kevin's head. <laughs> I think that might be kind of like something we've talked about before where it's like uh, if uh, if you walk into a place with our Southern accents, people automatically give us like a couple steps down and we, we surpass expectations more often than not live up to it. Yeah. Have we talked about that at all? I do not think so. And I, yeah, we talked about it and there is something to when you, well, not when me personally, cause it's probably what I've gotten used to, but when other people hear a Southern accent, they instantly kind of go, Oh, this, I, it, just, it just seems like a, not a, not a smart way of talking. Like when you hear a British accent, that person sounds smart. Right. right. You automatically think they're smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll take it. I, I agree with all that's been said. I just, it, it is a little complicated, but I definitely take it's, it. It's a little more complicated than I was giving it credit for. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we all took it. Yeah. You know, so the other day I was thinking, I, and I kind of thought we might do a little of this, this, uh, episode and we because we didn't have it sounded like we didn't have anything big to talk about and we were just going to kind of shoot off the dome and i have these notes in my phone i've been taking where it's just uh i haven't thought of a good name for this segment but just kind of random shit that goes through kevin's head i love it and it's a scary place i want i want to warn all (laughs) listeners if you're still if you're still listening be careful (laughs) it, it could be some really insightful conversations or you may end up sounding like we sound after the pills and you might end up being a little dumber. So on to that, my first thought is, and I'm sure y'all have been there before. You wake up in the middle of the night and you realize you got, you have to pee so bad yeah. and you realize you've already like rolled over twice and tried to just go back to sleep. And you realize this time I'm going to, I'm going to piss the bed again. <laughs> I, I mean, again, again, again. Well, I'm saying from like when I was younger, not like last weekend. It's going to be just like Wednesday. That again, was a, woo, that again okay. was a little slip there. Uh, <clears throat> So, <laughs> so let me get it back on track. So I, I'm going to go use the bathroom. Now I've decided I'm going to get up so I don't pee the bed, but I, I don't want to wake up. You know, like I want to try to like be able to stay half asleep. So I'm probably not going to turn off light, turn on lights. But so if y'all have ever been there, what do you, what's y'all's go-to way of 
don't want to don't want to wake up. Like, do you just leave the lights off and risk peeing all over the place? Yeah, or? Um, I guess what I what I try to do is we've got like two lights in our bathroom, one that's like over the shower and one that's like right by the toilet. And I do like mm-hmm. the the shower curtains usually close. So we'll do the shower. I'll do the shower light. But still, it doesn't work. I mean, it's I, I, I'm just going to be up no matter what. And then my biggest flaw is then I'll check my phone because I'm up enough. And that then, is dear God, that's true. Um, bad, that's bad. Don't do that. Bad uh, decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would and say I know it is. And I do it every time, though. I, if I if I kind of wake up, I go ahead and check Twitter or something. Yeah. And now I'm up. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't do that. I say the the thing that I would say is the best advice I could give is just like, you know, don't drink too much after like 8 p.m. or something, you know, and just let that, you know, but that's and, not but good. Sometimes. Advice. Yeah, it just it, it, it hits. What, what about you? What about you? What pops? do you I, let me ask? Yeah, let's let some wisdom. This is something, though. Y'all have been there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Been exactly. I have an okay. answer. Okay. I have an answer to this right. I want to give, but. But with LJ's comment, I do want to clarify something. Do I get up at least once every night and go to the bathroom? Is that is that a thing really? for y'all or is it not every night? Uh, like once a week, maybe twice a week. Okay. So, so if I'm on my normal schedule, I, I'm like LJ is talking about and I don't drink a ton of water. Like I drink a lot of water during the day, early, but, but I just for whatever reason, as I'm like getting ready for bed, I don't I just don't drink water. And it's not like a purposely thing. Maybe it. I kind of did train myself to it because I used to get up and pee all the time and now I don't as often. And it's probably just because I'm not drinking a bottle of water right before I lay down. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So my answer is this, um, you know, I'm kind of a, I, I'm, I like night lights. I mean, we have a little yeah. night lights around the yeah. house. You like a little extra sunlight. You want a night light. You want to be able to walk. I like to live in the light. Show me where the light is. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Show me where the light is. <laughs> Uh, but so I like night lights. I don't like it pitch black at night anyway. And so there's enough light for me to to get into the restroom. And sometimes I'll even walk to the bathroom with my eyes closed. Yep. I won't even open them because oh, I know you yeah. the stuff. Don't but leave something sitting on the floor. Leave, but I don't. I try not to leave things sitting on the floor. It'd be kind of funny if we just try to leave um, it like a Lego. And, it's and in general, <laughs> I mean, I... I'm going to sit down in the middle of the night because that way That's I, what, know, okay. I know I've, I've learned that one. That works. I mean, you can because if you don't, you, you're going to piss all over the bathroom. And yeah, and sometimes well, and fair. this is a fact because I read it in National Geographic. A lot of times when you're in REM sleep, it just happens you become aroused. And so sure. if you're trying to stand and go to the bathroom in a state <laughs> <laughs> of arousal, <laughs> it's going to be a mess. OK, <laughs> Didn't know that's where this was that's going. Fair. I'm hey, just that's that, fair though. That is that is wise sage advice right there. I think I think you got something there, and it's a fact too. I mean, I read it. In, there's nothing. There's so there's nothing scarier though when you go in there and you try to go because I tried the the no lights so I don't mm-hmm. wake up, but. It, when you when you go to start peeing and you don't hear that water oh, instantly, yeah, that's woo, bad. That's bad. <laughs> your heart stops a little bit. Like, oh, crap, crap. Because you know what then? Then you're up. And now you're up. You're like, shit, I got to clean up. I don't know why I'm this mess. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't I don't have a significant other. I live alone, so I can kind of just go out and clean that up in the morning. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's gross. You know, it happens. And that's why you have to, I mean, I'm going to tell you, and this, boys, I would do this anyway, but put the seat down. Just always, if you, and you go during the day, you know, and you stand up and you go, whatever, put the seat down. Because you don't want to, at three in the morning, sit on the old porcelain. That's not what you want to do. True that. Um, True that. So. Another wise piece of advice. So I was doing some driving the other day and I, and it's probably part of the, the problem with my like my generation, but me, I think more than just my generation, but like uh, everywhere I go, I put my, put in my maps into my phone. Like even when I'm coming to Texas or Canada, a little river, I almost always put it in. And sometimes I don't, I don't even know why I'm doing it. I know the way. And then I'll notice sometimes I do it because I don't, and I never learned the way fully. And I hate yeah. that. But 
What I was going to say is when I put it in and it says I'm going to arrive at 424, is it not? Is it just natural instinct you try to beat that arrival time? And does anyone else do that? I'm always sorry. I, I bet I can get there in 420. I bet at 415. Uh, I mean, I use my navigation a lot. So I, that's actually like the time because like in Chicago, you know, you don't have a lot of control over uh, what time you're going to get there. You're you're going to get there when the car before you gets there. So, um, so I, you know, I don't, I use that as like an accurate, like I'm going to tell my employer, I'm going to get there five minutes after this. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't use that as a, a finish line to try to beat. Do you put, do you put, uh, like an address into your navigation to drive most times? Like, are you normally, uh, it depends. I try to do it without as often as I can, which is not, it depends on if it's somewhere I've been a lot before. Like I've got somewhere to go tonight and I'm definitely, even though I know like three pathways to get there, I'm going to put it in because for one, it's, I'm still going to get the, you know, the algorithm's going to try to find me the fastest route, which is useful. But, uh, yeah, I'll generally put it in, but I try not to. See, I feel like you're going to, you're going to say you probably more often than not don't, yeah, I think and I think it is a generational thing because I mean, I'm sure I grew up reading a paper map. And so, yeah, I knew that I was looking for this road and I needed to take a ride on this road and go to this road and take a left, you know. And so I and and but I do think you hit on something that you alluded to is that you don't know when, when, when you point to people on a podcast, the listener doesn't know who you're pointing. to. <laughs> yeah. Who is you? <laughs> the first you was Kevin. The second you was LJ. OK, <laughs> So just listeners, keep that in mind. Uh, if I use you in the first sense, it's Kevin. In the second See, sense, it'll be LJ. This is the pill. This is the pill happening. His dad's giving us sage advice. He's killing it. And we just keep making him sound like an idiot constantly. I think I took the pill. Yeah, I think I took the pill. I thinking to it. Um, but I would, I would try, you know, I knew my way. And I mean, I can remember going to Houston with my dad and driving and we just I knew the way. So I don't use my nav very much, except in when you when you ask that one, LJ, <laughs> um, when you ask him, it makes sense. When I was in a big city like Tammy and I'll be on vacation uh, for something, right. I'm navving everywhere because I don't know yeah. specifically where it is right. and how to get there. So I think in a bigger city, if I lived in Dallas, you know, I would probably use it a lot more to get to this restaurant. I think it was in Dallas last time. It was a restaurant, Network, ne- Neighborhood Services, which is a, if you ever find yourself in Dallas, we had dinner with Ross Perot. Did really? I tell you that? No, yeah. you didn't. Well, I mean, he was across hmm. the room. He, we didn't visit with him while we were having dinner, but he was in the same place with us, he and his wife. And, uh, uh, high class. I, I yeah, know. Highfalutin. I know. <laughs> but it was a really cool restaurant. But I used that, you know, to get to the restaurant because it was in, I didn't know that part of things. Well, and I think you've got a good point, Dad. I think it's like a, a muscle that you work out too. And like every time you put it into Google, you don't work out that muscle. Yeah. And so you're never going to learn where that restaurant is unless you like have done it. Like, you know, like after maybe seven or eight times, you start to like, okay, I know the path now. Right. But it's, you're not working out the muscle like you would if you busted out your map or you sat there and thought, okay, so it's on 24th. So that means I need to get to where the numbers start or what, you know, whatever. Well, uh, yeah. And so this thing, and I'm saying this thing, my phone, our phones are so <laughs> cool to have. Like it is, it is super helpful to have something where yeah. I, if, if, if I'm going to hang out, like I want to go hang out with Cody and I don't know where he's at. He can just drop his location to me yeah. and I can just yeah. tell my phone, take me there and I can get there. When before it'd be like, I'd have to get. Cody would tell me, so-and-so would tell me, and they'd all say, like, some people are good at giving directions, some people are terrible, Yeah, and I may or yeah. may not find it, and then I'm yeah. calling them, like, okay, I passed this, I go too far. You know, it's just a big pain in the ass, but at least in all of that, now I know that area of town a little bit, whereas now, yeah. for me at least personally, someone like, I'll, I'll be up in Fort Smith, and since I didn't know that area when I first moved there, I used my phone to get everywhere, 
And now people be like, well, you know, this area where you see that Brahms up there. And I'm kind of like, uh, not really. No, I need to put it in yeah. my maps. And it, it pisses me off because if my phone were to die, I don't even know where the hell. I don't know how to get to wherever <laughs> I'm going. And that's annoying. When we first moved here, I think Hannah hated me for a little bit, which, you know, I'm glad she ended up marrying me. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, there was like because we both were like we had this palpable like if we ever have our phone die while we're coming home, how do we get home? So like we'd like leave a train station and I would ask her, which way do we walk? Even though I'd know the answer, I would ask her like, you know, do we turn left or right? And it would just frustrate her to no end. But now she's pretty like she could get home and I could get home too from anywhere. It might you know, I might not know the best path, but I know a path. You could drop me home. anywhere in Chicago and I can get home. And I say so. that like it's a generation thing. Like it's what I don't think it's what's wrong with all of our generation because I'm the worst about it, I think, out of my friends mm-hmm. as where I'm just dumb when it comes to navigation. Now, I'll get you anywhere with the phone. You just tell me where you think we're trying to go and I can find it. And I'll, yeah, I'm a good shotgun rider, but it's just, yeah, like, my, like Lane, you can just tell him somewhere and he can probably find it or he knows about, like, he can see the roads in his head and kind of think, I'll bet I'll take interstate, this, uh, this interstate yeah. exit yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. near here. And that is just not how my brain works. I'm like, I have no clue. I'll be going to Dallas and I'm like, I just probably should still plug in my phone to make sure I take yeah. the right exits. I don't trust myself. Hey, you know, uh, giving directions is an art because yeah. some people. Yes. Well, we kind of mentioned a second ago. Yeah. You, because if you give directions and you're like, you go to the Tasty Freeze and then there's a Sinclair on the left, but you go straight through that light. Yeah. And then, you know, you can tell too much. Yeah. You yeah. can be too detailed. And that is because then you just quit listening. You're like, yeah. I don't need to know what's on every corner and intersection between here and the, right. you know. But I was talking to Andrew about it and he actually like really loves those detailed directions when he's being told somewhere because he's like, he'll look out and like try to figure out, you know, like make sure it's like, I think it, it comes, it's like a nervous person versus a not nervous person where like, I think Andrew wants to have like confirmation he's on the right path. Like Th- all that's the time. part of me too. I'm like, so I'm even when I'm pretty sure I know where I'm going, I'm always, there's that thought in my head, like, what if I'm going south or like, what if I'm going the wrong way? And I'm just completely yeah. hindering my time where I can just put my phone in and know, okay, I am going the right way or I do. Right. I need to turn around. And I'm always worried that I might just be going the wrong way, wasting all this time. And I told him I'd get there at four and now it's going to be five. And yeah. But I think like the other thing is like, why, like why, why would it be a negative thing to, to use your phone everywhere you go? Besides the, if you can plug your phone into your car, like, you know, we're out walking a lot in Chicago. So like, there's a reason to know, but like, other than that, like, I don't, see too much bad i mean there should be people that know how to read maps yeah that's part of me does thanks that too though it's like i know i've talked with dad before and he has a point he's like just go drive sometime and do it without your phone and you may get lost but you'll probably figure it out a little better but Mm -hmm. and i get that but then i get in my truck and i'm like or i can spend 10 seconds and i can find the quickest route and i'll get Mm -hmm. there and the shortest amount of time possible it's just i get why it would be beneficial to me to know how to get around without it but like you said i probably gonna have my phone on but that's something else that was generational we love to just get in the car and drive that yeah, was a i got a little deal. bit of that in me still you do I'm a little bit of a holdover there yeah i like to just like i mean gas costs too much to like actually do it anymore but like when i first got when we when i was first driving that car around that honda uh-huh. uh it was just like yeah let's just hop in the car and throw explosions in the sky yeah. and get lost for an hour and a half I love, um, we love that and but i was yeah. thinking you didn't because you know you i know i I like a lot more when I had a car, not this gas guzzling truck. Well, true that. The world's changed since y'all weren't as excited about getting driver's license as I was either, though. I mean, I was my I turned 16 on a Friday and I couldn't take my driver's test till Tuesday. So I begged them to let me take the driver's test the Tuesday before and they wouldn't let me. And y'all were not. 
it just wasn't that. I think that also big. might be a generational thing. I mean, like it, it was hard not to recognize when I was 16 that like this freedom was like way more expensive than like the freedom that I got. Like it was going to cost gas money and insurance money and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, potentially a car payment. Uh, you know, there, there's just a lot of money involved in making sure I could drive. Whereas like the freedom was still like, I don't know. I wasn't going to like leave town or anything. I wasn't going to go far. I just could go to like the yogurt shop if I wanted to. You, know? well, and so it wasn't you this- always had friends with cars. I mean, you could That's get a ride too, yeah. to anywhere yes. you wanted to get. Well, yeah, like Andrew yeah. got his car real early. Yeah, and he so, did well because his mom and dad were gone for a year, weren't they? They moved to yeah, they moved to so, Arkansas. Yeah, so he so he needed a car. LJ and Andrew yeah. are with each other all the time, and so one of them got a car. So like, okay. that's like yeah. with Lane or like I had a buddy that has a car, a car, so I didn't necessarily need. Yeah, that. well, and also like shout out. I don't think Kim Alexander listens to this this uh, podcast, but if she does. She was the hero that like if I needed to go to Dallas at the drop of a hat, she'd give me a ride. Like yeah. it was like whatever. We I had friends that would do anything with a car that we needed to. It was yeah, it was a lot. E- yeah. So th- and then, you know, I chip in for gas money. I don't have to worry about paying for insurance or right. uh, buying a car or anything like that. So it was a lot. So a lot easier to not on, on my other. I have some more uh, thoughts that go through and, and there's some quick hidden ones. This is my this one's another one. that's a little bit longer and then I'll just throw the quick hidden ones that are maybe here. That's kind of dumb. But. I was reading something the other day, and it was I, – I don't think Dad's a big Office fan, but I know you watch some of The Office. Watch El. some of it, yeah. Oh, and yearly. I was reading uh, Steve Carell talk about you know whether they would do another Office or would he even be interested in it. I don't think he was actually talking about a remake, but someone just asked him, and he was talking. Yeah. And he said an Office today wouldn't work like that. Michael Scott would not work. If you go back and listen to some of his jokes, they are totally inappropriate. And yeah. I agree – and so, and then that got me thinking that it's probably, it, there's no probably to it. It is good that we are more aware of things that we yeah. can say or do can really bother someone. Like I can make a joke about dad's religion and it could really upset him and yeah. be mean. And yeah. so I get, I get why that's a good thing, but it sucks. You can't make a show. Like I'll link Michael Scott in the office there. It's hilarious, but those jokes yeah. are so inappropriate. Right. I don't know. It's, it's kind of a d- double edged sword. The first episode is diversity day. Right. I think yeah. so. It's like instantly. Well, and that's another thing like uh, old, always sunny. Like that's another show that once that show's done, none of those people will ever want to go make that show again because it's just like so on the line for when it is. And the line, you know, has steadily been creeping to more and more inclusive. So it's definitely hard to like go back and look at these things and judge them on the merits of today. Uh, yeah, I, it, it would be tough to, to remake The Office these so days. So is that a, but is that a good thing? It's probably is a good thing that we're more aware, but it sucks. I'm sure that it depends one of my, on who you ask. Yeah. Well, but I think it's, I, I was you, you've heard, you know, the satire thing and, and cer- paradox. Yeah. yeah. And so certainly I don't know if we talked about all in the family, but I think all in the family. Did y'all watch that at all? Archie Bunker. Yeah, he well, was I mean, so a racist. little bit on Nick Ar- at night and stuff. Archie yeah. Bunker was so racist. It was just yeah. completely. But so I think all the racist people thought, yeah, he's right on. And all the uh, unracist people thought, oh, he's making so much fun of racists. Yeah. That it appealed to both groups. Yeah. Uh, and was a show yeah. that probably couldn't be done today, though, in in what you're what I'm pointing yeah, yeah. to Kevin now. <laughs> but but yeah, and that's a shame. I do think it's a shame because I, I think humor can be you can find humor in anything when you're being mean. That's when it's a problem. But well, if, yeah, if you're trying to be humorous, you can find humor at a funeral. I mean, you, you just can't. Yeah, it, yeah definitely. Well, that's what I think maybe where I was. I don't know if I was getting here, but this is kind of where y'all have pushed me and I, it's, I, I think I like this is it's not it's good that we're more self-aware but sometimes I think we take as a as a in general people we take we're too serious we take ourselves too seriously yeah. you know? like 
I can I can get that Michael Scott's jokes to to Oscar about gay and stuff is inappropriate, but they're funny. That's this coming from a guy that it doesn't bother me the same. But I just think at times we take our to ourselves too serious about everything, and people are look people are looking for a reason to complain on Twitter mm-hmm. instead of just looking for a reason to laugh. You know, I think yep. there there is like this is a a really interesting subject to like we could probably go for days on uh, because like I think like. When you think about, uh, I, I use this one word when I was in high school a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't want to use it now. It's a word for a gay person that starts with an F, uh, derogatory. Right. Um, and so uh, I found out when I got to college that while I was never intending it to mean the the actual name of uh, the, the people that it's making fun of, you know, I was just using it as like a, a derogatory word for anybody that I was just like making fun of in any way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I realized how much it hurt somebody that had been called that and beat up and, you know, knocked around or whatever uh, with that word being the reason behind it. And so, you know, like to some degree, it's like whatever. It's a word and words have no power that we don't give them. But on the other hand, it's hard to like argue against like somebody actually felt pain connected to this and you're making them remember it every time you jokingly use it. And so it's like it's it is a tough thing, too, because. Because like, you know, you should be allowed to to use any word that you want. Um, well, and, and to, everybody's going to be hurt by something. So like, you know, what are you going to do? Draw the line at only using uh, positive words like negative words are fun. Yeah, they're fun. That's exactly <laughs> right. So it's tough. I mean, it's really tough. Like, how do you draw the line of like, well, if it only offends like, uh, you know, 70 people on the Internet, then like, OK, whatever. That's no big deal. But if it offends 100,000 people, it's a big deal. And I, I mean, where's the line then? Like, it's it's a tough question. I think that we definitely like have both sides go too far the other way where it's like, I'll use any word I want. I don't care what you think. And then the other side is like, well, don't you just calm down. Don't don't use that word. That's not OK. And, yeah. Like at the end of the day, I'm like. Why, why do I need to use something that may really offend someone? Like I find a different word to use. You know, I used to, yeah. like you were saying when I, when I was younger, we would sometimes say like, like, oh, that show's gay. And it, it wasn't, yeah. it had nothing right. to do yeah. with, with sexuality right. at all. And then I realized later, like, oh, that could really bother someone. Like why? Find a different word. Just call that show dumb. You know, yeah, call that show. Right, right. exactly. Know? Well, and me and my buddy sometimes will go, you know how I can tell you're gay and then just follow up anything, right. you know, yeah. just. Well, and that's, what is that? Uh, a 40 year old virgin. Like a whole, whole like yeah. three and a half minute skit okay. on that. So, but um, that's, it, it was funny. That skit yeah. was funny, but yeah. I mean, I understand why some people get offended about right. that, but. You know, speaking of uh, what well, we were talking about, the office, and that made me think of jobs and stuff. Another thing I thought about, probably one of the worst jobs to have would be like an air conditioned repairman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you go into a shitty, hot, sticky house and you fix it. And then right as the air comes on and it's getting you better, leave. time to go to another, another shitty, hot, hot, sticky <laughs> house. You know, <laughs> that's got to be a terrible job. And then and then that made me think of th- those probably those people probably need like some good deodorant because it's always sweating and nasty. But who, who was the first person that thought of like deodorant? You know, like we at one point we all just stunk and had musty and it probably didn't even realize it smelled bad because everyone was kind of had some must to them. And someone was like, you know what would be cool if we didn't smell like ass? <laughs> Let's get some deal. I wonder who was the person that thought of that. Well, you know, uh, so on this, I know it's not it's not body odor, but I do know something about odor and people that uh, so Listerine uh created the idea of halitosis before Listerine. Nobody cared about stinky breath. Like it just, no, it wasn't even a thing you registered. You didn't think like, well, she's cute, but like, have you smelled her breath? Like 
that just never just crossed your think mind. about it. Right, because no one had four centuries. No, have you ever smelled skank breath? <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's well, like, but like now we've refined and like decided like that's not okay, and <laughs> we also have like solution. Back then, it was like you brush your teeth with baking soda, so it's not like you're you're going to smell minty fresh ever. Why are you backing away um, from me? Do I have stink? No, I, actually, I thought I was hogging the mic for a second, like I was all over Why it. Why are you making me all feel bad? Maybe I got skank breath. Over <laughs> well, I wish you would so, get a piece of gum in your mouth. But Dan you know, and Kevin are going to do the rest of this podcast with their hands over their mouth, just in case. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, but no, uh, so they like back way back in the day when they, they were getting started as a company, they invented the slogan, uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride to make women feel bad about their breath stinking. So then they could sell products. And uh, and so, you know, like to some degree, maybe before, like you think about like back in the medieval times, people took baths in dirty water and took maybe a bath a month or something like that. Like nobody cared because what there's nothing you could do about it. So nobody thought, oh, well, it's unattractive to be this way because everybody's this way. Well, I've, I've, and to go off that a little bit, I've heard a theory, which I've not tried it, but uh, you know, somebody I used to work with way back in the day told me that they don't. They don't wash their hair with like shampoo and conditioner because Never. they were like, your hair naturally creates oil and it cleans itself and you just need water. And then these companies made shampoo, which now we're dependent on shampoo. Like once you start using it, your hair and your body depends on it to kind of clean everything. Yeah. Well, that's how I, like, I quit using it. Chapstick's one of those two. Yeah, chapstick. Shampoo, I disagree. Chapstick, I agree. Well, I'm not saying I, I don't. I, I wash my hair every day, and that's why I told him I was like, actually, I, and some people wash every other day and stuff like that. But chapstick's one of those, and it's about we were talking about the weather. It's right at that, this time of the weather where I'm trying to hold off on using any chapstick because once you use it one time, yeah, then you, got you better it, yeah. keep it in your pocket. I haven't always. used chapstick in like ten years. Uh, you just don't use it only, I've, and then I'll have like maybe one or two days a year where it's like, hmm, some chapstick might be nice, but like, uh, you know, generally my lips don't worry about me making sure that I apply something to them to make them feel better. Well, you know, have you ever, have themselves. you ever ate like a, a, a real good spicy taco when your chips are real, real, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. chapped up? Yeah. That, that hurts. That's painful. Yeah. Your lips are just, but I don't fire. get as chapped up. I, I think that, I mean, authentically, I don't get as chapped up because I, I haven't used it in 10 years. I just don't use it. Well, so. and you do always get your lips get more chapped up after you start using no chapstick doubt. every time. Yeah. It's got like some secret yeah. ingredient that you start using it, you have to have it. I don't know. Yeah. So you don't think, well, you don't think there's any credence to the shampoo thing, though? Like, Well, I mean, I think you can. I think probably we use shampoo. You probably should shampoo every other day. You probably should let your hair, because it does have some oils that it needs to do. That's what Anna I mean, tells me. Yeah. If I don't wash my hair, like, I, I, so we went to the river this weekend, and I didn't, I re- realized I didn't take a shower since Thursday morning. Well, everyone else realized. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Saturday night, finally, I was like, oh, my hair was like, I mean, grease pockets, you know, just, I was grody and apparently it was obvious to everyone uh, else <laughs> but so you know yeah i think that it, it is good for you not to take a bath maybe every day i think it dries out your skin but man i don't know but every other day for sure i gotta take a shower yeah wash my hair fair enough so, fair enough that's me hey l can you explain Yo. to me what happens like when a poison expires does it get more poisonous <laughs> or hmm. Or is huh. it, or is it now not poisonous anymore because well, it's expired? Okay. Actually, I think I do know the answer to this: is that the the active ingredient in the poison probably uh, loses its effectiveness in the same way that, like, if an Advil expires, then it's not going to cure headaches very well because it's just going to be like dead. So, medicine. if a poison expires, is it no longer poisonous, or more? it's going to be less dangerous? Probably, it'll be closer to water. You think? Um, well, like if it was a poison to kill ants, I bet it wouldn't kill as many 
chance after it expires yeah. as it would have before it expired. Okay, so y'all are, y'all are probably thinking about it more logically. I'm thinking of like a witch with her poison. Right. Well, the, the does the witch put expiration dates on, on her poison? Does she? Well, every, <laughs> maybe uh, does everything have an expiration? I guess not. Not everything. I don't think witches put expiration dates on. I, I don't know. When's the last time you talked to one? Well, that, that's a fair point. point. Yeah. Um, okay. but, but that end supports my argument. There's just not a lot around. I mean, uh, that we know of. I tell you but, what. I'll try next time I. I'm around a witch. I'll ask her about that, and I will get you the answer from the source. Okay, here I got I got a question for you guys. I told you okay. since since we're going on since the theme of this podcast is kind of just stuff that goes through Kevin's head. It could go anywhere at any time. Like there's no turn <laughs> that, that you can expect. But here's my question: Is honey a sauce? Sauce like a sauce? Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, define sauce. I, well, I don't know. I, I when I. They put honey in barbecue, and honey barbecue sauce is a sauce. Is hun- but uh, well, so my first mustard. thought was a sauce is something you dip, like you you dip your chicken well, finger. Well, not into. necessarily. Okay, like what? What were you- spaghetti sauce is a sauce. Okay, that does hinder me because I was going to say maybe is honey a spread, not a sauce, because you spread it I on think, the things. So more. then that opens up: is jam a sauce or is gravy a sauce? Is jam just jelly, or is are there two different? What things? is the difference between jam and jelly? What is? It's so like the level. level. I thought this no, was just going to be dumb, Kevin. Here, all right, all right. Uh, let me look, explain let me it look. to uh, not just explain it to Kevin. Explain it to Liv and Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I know a terrible I joke. I'll tell you when we get done recording. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway. Uh, let's see. What's the difference between jam and jelly? I would be inclined while you're looking that up. I would be inclined to think honey could be a sauce. I would. I why would, so? What, why do you well, say? Well, because that? it pours like a sauce. I mean, you could Does certainly it dip it. You could. Yeah, you could slow, pour. Slow, very slow. Well, certainly, but it's you, viscous. I like, I like uh, uh, sauces with some viscosity to them. You know, <laughs> ketchup is viscous. That's hard to pour. So, and, and I mean, you can dip a chicken nugget in honey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honey's good. And you know, honey does not expire. I mean, it, it there's no speaking ex- of expiration dates, no expiration date on honey. You sure. Don't have to, don't have to, uh, uh, Bees are it. superheroes. Nothing. That's like the superfood of humanity. Yeah. And you, you need to eat the local honey because it'll help you fight, it off, helps the you fight off the local diseases. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like the, the, yeah. the local bees don't come after you if you eat local honey. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If the no, bees I think don't. they might be more apt to. <laughs> you got some honey, some honey blood. You smell you like some- home. Well, you always said you had some like sweet blood, didn't you? Like mosquitoes really mosquitoes like you. Mosquitoes really they? like me. Yes, they do. Do mosquitoes get worse when it's getting cooler like this? Or they they seem to. When it gets just starts getting a little bit cooler, I think mosquitoes almost get worse. Yes. Man, I just, so uh, jelly and jam I got for you if you're ready oh, for it. Yeah, yeah. Lay it on me. All right. So it really, it just turns out it's kind of like a how firm it is at the end and how much fruit is actually in it. And that's how you decide uh, jelly, jam, preservatives, and uh, marmalade. And so it's really just kind of a, a slight distinction, whereas like jelly is generally kind of like a firm liquid with no physical fruit obvious in it, whereas jam's a little chunkier, a little looser. Got some pulp in it. Yeah, got some pulp in got it. Pulp. Marmalade is a lot more pulp and so are preserves. So I'm not a big jelly or jam guy. Like no, I don't, I don't jelly. put on, don't, don't give me a sausage biscuit and ask if I yes, want I jelly. Hell jelly. no, I don't no, want no jelly. Damn jelly. <laughs> I don't know. I could I could do some. I mean, peanut butter and jelly is like a treat. Yeah, so. like a good peanut butter jelly sandwich. I'm yeah. I'm all about. Yeah. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Is it better if you do like? How do you do a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Is it like peanut butter on one bread, jelly on one bread, close it, or do you like to like mix them up pre spread? Great question. I have a great answer for. I you. have an answer. Go ahead, LJ. Well, I do like uh, peanut butter on both sides and a little thick around the walls. So like when you put it together, the jelly it Ooh, works with like all okay. sorts of like so like my jelly's not falling honey, out onto my lap. Your honey's not leaking out. Your jelly's not leaking out. Whatever you put in there, 
is a lot more stable. That's my answer. My answer is I like peanut butter. You get you get the peanut butter and the jelly, and you put it in a bowl, and you stir it around till it gets all good yeah, and mixed. I'm, and I'm then you that. get a spoon and you eat it. That's my, that's, that's my <laughs> okay. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's fair. And you get that's a spoon fair. and you eat it. I don't need a bunch of damn bread. I skip the bread. That's I skip fair. those carbs. That's fair. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. There, there's an art to, and I think we're all and 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 uh, can enjoy a good sandwich. There's an art to making a damn good sandwich, even if it's just like a two pieces of white bread. And so, like, if you're just making some when you get home, like there is something to a good sandwich. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. No and I, kidding. I just thought about that when LJ was like, you know, get the walls a little, a little mm-hmm. extra peanut butter. Like, if and people who know, they know they're sitting there going, yeah, there is, there's a sandwich and yes. there's yeah. a good sandwich. That's right. Right. And if you right. take some time on your sandwich, it's going to pay off. It, it's like, worth like some 10% of my, effort. Some of my buddies, sandwich. y'all will know. I'm not maybe not everyone listening will know these people, but like Lane, he doesn't know the art of a good sandwich. He just wants like piece of bread, turkey, and a piece of cheese, and then he closes it up and he eats it. That's just a sandwich for him. And then me and Cody are like, no. I, sometimes I like to toast my bread a little bit, and then I might even yeah. put a little bit of this on there, and a little bit of this, put and this a little oregano every crunch, now and again. And then yeah, like we get all yeah. fancy and creative. What, what? oregano? <laughs> or Tony C's, put a little Tony C's oh, on your sandwich. Tony C's is good. Seriously. Sometimes I'll throw a couple of chips on there to give it a good crunch. You know, there's yeah. sometimes I'll yeah, throw yeah, a little yeah. Like I'm a mayonnaise guy, okay? I mean, I like I'm mayonnaise. not Miracle Whip, by the way, but I'm mayonnaise. Agreed. Agreed. I like real Agreed. mayonnaise. But I like a little drizzle of mustard on my sandwich. I just like a little drizzle of mustard on my mayonnaise. I'll, that only happens when you make a sandwich and you're like, like if we are making two sandwiches and like you want to try a little mustard. I'll Because I know you're a sandwich artist. I so mean, I will I defer to you. Like if you were LJ or asking about another one, Hannah, Hannah can Hannah make a, a damn good sandwich. sandwich. But so people that I know, like if Lane asks, you want me to make you a sandwich? If he's no, making a sandwich, like, no. Like, you want me to make you like, no, I'll make my own damn sandwich. <laughs> now, now, if Hannah says, hey, I'm making a sandwich, you want one? Yeah. Yep. yep. Whatever oh, you're putting I've on it, I want it. down a Hannah sandwich. I could be totally full, but Hannah offers a sandwich. I'm getting a sandwich. It's and I don't have shit. And, and like, if I know who they are, like if, if one of y'all two or Hannah asked me, like, is it okay if I'm whatever you're putting on yours, Just do it yeah. for this one too. Cause I, yeah. I don't, I don't question it. Yeah. Fair enough. I like more mustard to answer the dad's question. I like, I like mustard a lot. So I like like Dijon or like fancy mustard. Do you like mustard as opposed to mayonnaise or do you, you need a little mayonnaise on there too? I will say if, uh, if I am in a pinch and I am only picking one, which happens periodically because I don't want to get two knives dirty or, you know, whatever, depending on how much effort I'm putting into the sandwich, I'll just do the mustard more than I'll just do the mayonnaise. Sometimes, you know, it depends on the day, but, but I'm more mustard than mayonnaise. I'm definitely more mayonnaise than mustard. I'm more mayonnaise than mustard. I just have to have that little drizzle. Just a little drizzle. Yeah. Maybe it does add a little little cut to it. And bite. actually, I mean, it's I, I was like, because I, I I drizzle it, so it, it's almost artistic. You're almost, I, you probably don't know who this is, but you're almost like the salt guy that drops the salt on the meat. Have you ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you just... You're, you're kind I mean, of, I know this is not great radio, but you know, you <laughs> have you, do you know who I'm talking about though? The salt bay guy, the guy is like, he, he like cuts the meat and he drops the salt on there. I have to show it to you. Okay. He drops it like over his elbow. It's kind of funky. Yeah. He um, has like a whole thing with nah, it. Show me that. Yeah. But you're like yeah. that with mustard. You pop open that little yellow mustard thing. See, I'm actually thinking he's more the Jackson Pollock of mustard. You know, he's making a masterpiece. He's, he's doing, he's doing something with this sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good at it. You know, uh, Who's got the who? I don't. I, words in general kind of blow my mind. Like just when so, well, yeah, words are tough. No, <laughs> no, like people who decided like who Use decided words, this was Kevin. called a phone or this was called a pen or a can. Like, yeah, whoever came up with the word lisp is an is asshole. Like, yeah, like yeah. why? 
Why would why think of people that have a list? They can't say that word. They can't say the yeah, word. Like that, that, that's just a total asshole. Whoever yeah. came up with that word. What? Why is dyslexia such a long, confusing word with different uh, vowels yeah, like, than you would expect? Are there, some, are there some guys and gals who are coming up with these words who are sitting there snickering and giggling as they make like, oh, they're gonna have trouble with this word. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. There's someone out there who's just popping out new words, knowing in 200 years it's really gonna piss some people. <laughs> No, you just wait. It's going to take a while, but this one's going to be real funny come come 2018. You know, I've thought about Lisp before, but dyslexia is a good one because that is a very difficult word, especially if you're dyslexic. I can only I, mean, I couldn't spell it right now at all. Like, there's no way. Oh, I couldn't but. spell it. No. No. <laughs> Shoot. No, no. Yeah, dyslexia. You, you, you get someone who's dyslexic to try to spell that word, and they look like Alan off Hangover, where there's just like equations going all around his head, and words are just everywhere. <laughs> Oh, All right. Man. What else goes on in your head, Kevin? I got a thing from my head. If we want to talk about it at some point, it's what you got. Well, I bet the listeners are dying to get out of mine. So yeah, well, <laughs> well, we can go back to Kevin's in a second. But so I was thinking about how I would describe my job uh, if you didn't know what I did in like the most obscure and useless way ever. And so I'm a sound designer for theater, right? And so what I do is I tell a computer to wiggle the air, and then I sit down and write down. I didn't like the way that the air wiggled right there, and then I go adjust it and make it wiggle different. That's my job. <laughs> I mean, I get what he's saying. He's right because he's doing sound waves in all, the air, right? I, and so every time he said wiggle, all, I don't know if y'all know the song, but all I could think of was that Jason Derulo song where it's like wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> like every single time. So, but if we wouldn't get sued, I'd add uh, it in there. But. The host zoned out when you said wiggle. He's wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Woo. So, so what you're saying, you, you said you, you tell sound to wiggle and then you write in. I don't like what the sound that I that don't made. even tell the sound to. I just tell the air to because oh, that is what wiggle. sound is, is wiggling air. So I just tell, I tell a machine to tell a cone to wiggle the air in a certain way. And then when I don't like the way that it wiggled, I get on my computer and change it. Huh. I mean, I think at its core, that is what he does. It's an app description. It's what the dude does. So, well, I, Hannah and I were trying to think of these because we thought it was funny and I'll tell you hers real quick. She's a production manager. So that means that like in layman's terms, that's, uh, she, she connects everybody and makes sure we're all, you know, our due dates and everything like that. And so what her job is, is she's the string between the cans. Huh? Mm. Like she connects everyone. She like, she provides the communication network. Right. So when we talk, she like moves it over to the next person. Um, yeah. Can I do one thing in my head? You can yeah, as many please. as many as you'd like. So, I mean, I came home the other day, and I know um, it was sunny too, wasn't it? It was sunny <laughs> outside because we had hit that bull bullcrap daylight saving. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can still, still water the flowers and, and look at the people that mow the lawn. And we got one more podcast to Happy Dad, and then after that, it's going to go downhill. <laughs> Are you, are get, you get ready. We got Cranky yeah. Dad coming next week, so I hope y'all are ready. Okay. It's going to be dark, and he's going to be cranky. Yeah, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Yeah, so this is what goes on in my head. So this is what you deal with. I, with your I come home, and Buddy, you know, is out on the back porch. And you know what Buddy's doing generally when I get home? He's all curled up in a ball on the chair, and he's yeah. going to sleep. Yeah. I mean, you right. can tell he kind of gets up and stretches a little bit. I mean, he's yeah. in a ball right now. He's in a ball right now. now. Yeah. So – a lot of times we'll come in and he'll kind of go sit by the, the front window and kind of look at things for a little bit while we're cooking dinner or whatever. As soon as I sit down in the chair, though, he can't wait to get up in my lap. He wants yeah. to get in my lap. And then you know what he does? He sleeps <laughs> and he doesn't move. I swear, I think he could sleep 20 hours a day. There are and, some days yeah. he probably does accomplish that. I, and, but what's weird to me is that. So I've taken him up to Little River and played golf with him and he will run and run and run yeah. and run. So, I mean, he can sleep 20 hours a day and then still be as active as like Usain Bolt running yeah. around the pitch. 
You know, I don't right. know how you could do that. That's just right. I'm impressed. Pocket's the exact same way where she'll sleep for, you know, I swear, you know, the whole eight hours that we're gone. Yeah. And then we'll come back and we'll take her outside and then we'll watch Netflix for like a couple hours. And she'll sleep that whole time. And then we'll make dinner and she'll sleep that whole time. And then we'll take her out again and we'll be like, are you ready for bed? And then she's pumped. She is ready to go to bed. Like it's the most yeah. exciting thing she's ever done. So and then she'll sleep yeah. all night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then she gets up in the next morning. You know what? She goes up to the bathroom and she knows what she does. She goes back to sleep. <laughs> right back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, so do you think dogs are sleeping all the time when they're sleeping? Like his buddy right now, he's laying back behind us. Is he sleeping or is he just very relaxed? Like how we sit there and watch TV. Like they, what, what if Buddy's sitting there going, this dude comes home from sitting at the desk all day working. And then he sits on this couch <laughs> and watches a, a screen. That's fair. Yell That's at him. That's fair. So you think they're just like sitting there, eyes closed, just solving all the world's problems, like yeah. actually like just thinking through things. And yeah, man, I, I don't know if he's sleeping all that because I'm with y'all. Like that is a lot of sleeping. If, lot if of Buddy sleep. is sleeping or if any of our dogs, I don't have one right now, but like in my past, if, if they're sleeping as much as it looks like they are, then my God, they're sleeping maybe, 90% of the day. Maybe what their goal is, is to find that. Because you know, when you get that good sleep, I mean, that good yeah. sleep. Yeah. That good when you stuff. wake up and there's a dent in your face. Oh and man, stuff. you wake yeah. up in the alarm. The alarm wakes you up. You didn't wake up to go pee one time last <laughs> night. You know, you didn't end none of that. And by the way, something, when you wake up in the middle of the night, you think you got to go pee, just, you might as well go do it right then. Yeah, right. Because you're going to just sit there and think about it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So go on and do it. Yep. Anyway, that was right about that. Yeah. From earlier. More lessons from dad. We're, we, he just always springs, sprinkles a little more. I'm pretty good. Yeah, got a little I'm, more I'm pretty wisdom. good at pissing. I've done it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think, do you think dogs are sleeping all the time? I mean, I, yeah. I think I they th- are too. I think they there are. There are animals that require that much sleep. Like I think sloths might koalas sleep for 20 hours a day. Sloths, yeah, some of, one of koalas. Them, one yeah. of them sleep like crazy, like have yeah. to get 20 hours. Like right. we need seven or eight. They need 20 hours. Have you ever like tried to sleep for, for 12 hours, 14 hours? I wake up miserable when I do it. You wake up what? Like m- miserable. My back is aching. Yeah, I've got exactly. a headache. Yeah. I'm, I'm exhausted. Like I'm usually tired after I wake up. After you can, 14 hours you can sleep. sleep so much. It like wears you out. It sounds yeah. dumb, but like I can sleep for it's real. Some days, like I haven't got much sleep at all. And finally I got a day where I don't have shit to do the next day. So yeah. I'm about to sleep and yeah. I wake up and I'm like, I should be like wired. All the sleep yeah. should have me wired and all, and full of energy. And three yeah. hours later, I'm like, I could use a nap. Bad. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. kind of like a nap. I'm telling you, you can take too long a nap. What's the, what's yes. the ideal nap? For me, the ideal nap is probably about 45 minutes. Probably I can get my, I thought minutes. you were going to yeah. I just kind of was going to guess you would say like 25. And I thought that's a little short. 45, 45 might be too long. Right. I mean, it, but but I need to maybe probably 30 to 45 Cause minutes. Because if you accidentally mess around and get a 90 minute nap, uh, you, you might as well go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're just tired. You're done. You're done. Well, and there, that's my uh, that's my problem, too, is. I can't like fall asleep very easily. Like it takes me forever. So I can't really set an alarm for a nap. So I'm going to sleep until like it's too late. It's it's 90 minute nap for me or no nap. I don't take very many naps because I just I can't do it. Can't Unless do it. like Hannah's home and she can be like, oh, you've been asleep for like 30 minutes and then she'll wake me up. But other than that, I'm it's bad. Bad news. Speaking of we were talking about dogs and sleeping this weekend when we went up to the river, buddy was with us. And there's just I don't know if there's anything worse than when you're when your pup gets sick. Yeah. Like so yeah. We don't know. So buddy got into something over the weekend and he ate something and he was th- I think he threw up what three times? You woke up. Yeah, two times. He threw up in your room one time too. And it just it sucks because mm. you know, you know, whatever it is, he's not happy. He's yeah. hurt. You don't know what exactly to fix it. And he doesn't I mean, you want to get mad at him because like he threw up on the couch and dad's like, damn, but 
Yeah. Also, it's he not like didn't mean to. Yeah, it's not like if he pissed somewhere, like he's he's his stomach is hurting. And yeah. then we realized we didn't have a, a water in this bowl when we woke up, so we felt kind of bad for that too. I think he ate something spicy, and I think it stirred up his stomach. And that's why he drank all his water. Poor little. But like guy. you'll see that when when a dog gets like like when they get diarrhea, or just when a dog's real sick and they're doing stuff in the house, and it does kind of piss you off that you're pissing on or chitting or throwing up on the carpet. But <laughs> yeah. also, you're like. Well, I, I do feel bad because my, my, my man buddy is hurting. He's clearly yeah. in some pain. Yeah. Well, I know, it just sucks. I can tell you, you this, know. having kids of my own, I, even when y'all threw up on the carpet, it pissed me off. I knew you yeah. didn't feel good, but it's like, uh please get yeah. to the just toilet. Just make it to the toilet. <laughs> I will say uh, on that, the, the moment you grow up, I think, is the moment you have to clean up your own sick. Like, that's... That's yeah. when you have made it to adulthood. Yeah. When you in realize how vital it is, like you are trying your hardest next time you throw up to get to that toilet. Which yeah. if you don't, when we're younger, yeah, time. when we're younger, we're like, ah, oh, I threw up. Throwing up just sucks wherever you are. It doesn't matter if yeah. it's on the toilet cart. But then when you get a little older, like LJ said, yeah. you realize throwing up sucks. Throwing up and having to clean it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can't let that sit. Like you can't just like, like Kevin's like, oh, I miss a little bit. I'm going to yeah. clean it up in the morning. You got to deal with that. It. You no, can't no. just throw a towel over, throw up and, and wait uh, for tomorrow. I've okay. had a roommate right. try. So. We, we gotta move oh, on. This is bad. <laughs> yeah, we gotta move on. I wanted to just say, I this is not necessarily where this is a fun podcast, but like if you ever feel like you need to kill somebody to get a point across, then you are a bad human being. Um, are, are, we, so, are we in reference to the thing at the synagogue in Pittsburgh? My heart goes out to to yeah the the any Jewish person that f- feels scared to go to their synagogue now. That's the worst. Um, I mean, even uh, Slim Charles like lost his mind in the wire when they uh, tried to shoot at Omar on a Sunday morning. Like it's that's you just don't do that to people. And uh, and then also that nut job trying to send bombs to people. Like if you ever think the best way to get my ideas out there is to kill somebody, you need to not ever be talking ever again like you just you might have a decent idea or two but i'm never going to listen to you it's just not acceptable yeah that that was shitty news to wake up to. i don't remember what day that happened i think we woke up saturday and saw it saturday we're out we're at a little river and just trying to have a good time you don't even watch much tv but that popped up just on notification like through ap news or whatever on my phone i was just like man like i I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about it because we're just having a good weekend but that's just shitty i mean this was a 46 year old dude and if a 46 year old dude doesn't understand how precious life is then he's wasted for 46 years. Um, well, and, and your point, I think, up. is better. The, what I like the most is, yeah, one, just that obviously you're not realizing how precious life is. But now for anyone out there that has to feel a little nervous about going to the synagogue, like their synagogue, yeah. that's terrible. I, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. We just did Anne Frank as a play. You know, we just did a show about the Holocaust. And one of the things, you know, we talked about is like, um, because there's a lot of Jewish people in that community. And so, you know, uh, a lot of people like me don't realize how anti-Semitism is still very real. And, you know, they were saying like, you know, you may not see it, but like, I got called this recently and I got called this recently. And, you know, moments like this, it's just like, yeah, it's um, Anne Frank's struggles um, are not gone. They're still reflected in today, and it's really sad. So, well, I got a a, a really a, a cool story to tell you guys uh, before we sign off. Then, kind of end it yeah, on bring a high us note, up, man. So this this kid named Matt Colburn. He is, I think, he's a junior now at Wake Forest, running back. Okay, back in 2015, he had a scholarship offered to go play at Louisville for Dad's favorite head coach, Louisville? Bobby Petrino. <laughs> yeah, and 
48 hours before the kids like ready to, he's going to sign it on signing day. He's getting, he's already like cut off his recruitment. He's committed and he can't wait to go to Louisville. And 48 hours before signing day, Petrino takes his scholarship away and says, by the way, uh, we filled our scholarships. We're giving it to someone else instead, which is one just shitty. Uh, there's some crappy stuff that goes on with college coaches where if a better kid that they like more, it says he'll come all of a sudden now they're like, Oh, even though I told this kid yeah. he'd come to Louisville, I like him better. And that, that happens way more often than we realize probably. Right. But so this kid in 2015, this happened to him and he went to Wake Forest instead. And so then yesterday or on Saturday, yeah, yesterday, Wake Forest traveled to Louisville and in front of Bobby Petrino and Louisville, Mr. Matt Colburn went for 20 carries, 243 yards and three touchdowns. And you got it. You I bet that felt yeah. so like yeah. any 200 yeah. yard, 300, t- three touchdown game would feel good for a running back. But that one felt real good. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have right. to say anything to Bobby Petrino. You're just like, yeah. All right. What's up? Point Bye. proven. Bye, yep. Petrino. <laughs> yeah, that was just cool. And then I just thought about it because Petrino, I, I do think he's not a terrible coach. I think, I think he's a decent coach, but and I'm not sure he's not a great, great person. Being. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I didn't hate to see that happen to old Bobby P. Old yeah. neck brace Bobby. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we can we can probably end this sucker how we, how we normally end the Sunday pods, and it's all three of us here. And I know you did some driving this week. I don't know if you got anything off the on the top of your dome, but. What, what, what do y'all been listening to? You got one, L, or? See if yeah, I do. got one. Let me think. All right. Well, I've actually you. got two. I got two. First off, I want to say from Hannah and I, thank you, Dad, because we got to go see yeah, the let me baddest hear ass show. Was it we great? Got to see, uh, yeah, we got to see. So it was Big Frida and Tank and the Bangas in a band called uh, Naughty Professor, and that was a hell of a show. It was so much fun. Everybody there was having a great time. Like, we loved it. I It just, it was a great night. We went out to eat, too. We, like, date-nighted it. It was wonderful. So Good. So, good, good. so we were talking about it. it. We were talking about. We it. did talk about that Very just much. the other day. We were I think both it was just excited today. about it that y'all were getting to go. That was cool. Oh, man, we were we were sitting there and we were both like, "This is exactly what I expected it to be in every good way." Like we were just sitting there. I swear to God, uh, roller coasters came on, and I turned to Hannah with a tear in my eye already forming. I said, "Is this what I think it is?" And she was already just like screaming. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and anyone, I know they're kind of obscure, and a lot of people may not know. You probably heard us talk about them, but if you haven't watch their tiny desk taking the bang is tiny desk yeah. is an all-timer yeah. it's a good yeah. one if we got a link of that on our it's on one of our show notes okay. we can put it again this we can week put it if, in this one too yeah yeah i mean I, we can put that on every single show notes for all i care it's just good because <laughs> tank um, is tank is just adorable i mean she yeah. is i mean and she's not i mean she's she might wrestle you if you're not careful, but she is adorable. I mean, well, and, and the, the backup singer in that uh, jelly uh, doesn't always go around with taking the bangers, but she was there. Um, you know, it was just, everybody was there for the, cause they're like kind of a collective where it's just like, whoever can make it to this show can make it to this show. And they had everybody that I recognized and, uh, Oh, and also Big Frida puts on a hell of a show. Like, um, don't I mean, you, you might question your masculinity while watching this uh, this big cross dressing man just like jam out there. But it is so much fun. It is such a show. Um, mm. But yeah, it was it was amazing. And then uh, I guess the other thing, the other what I'm listening to, um, I'm, I mentioned this to Kevin off air, but uh, there's this other tiny desk uh, that we watched recently called Kish, uh, the artist is Kishibashi, who did Honeybody, which we listened to I relatively remember, yeah, recently. Right. And uh 
you know, when you like see a magician say that they didn't understand how the trick was done, you know that it's a good trick. Um, I have mm-hmm. no idea how he did this show. It was, I, I don't know what he did. Like it was, but it, it was, was amazing. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if everybody would appreciate it as much as I did, but I just, I was sitting there in awe. Like, how did you make that sound? It's just one guy and his violin and it's unbelievable. So, um, I, it's, it's weird. It's worth a listen. Seriously. So that's me. I, that's, that's the tiny desk I want to go check out. Cause I, I've heard LJ, we, we talked about it last weekend and I still haven't got around to listen to it. I just no, want to, this is, uh, Kishi. Mm-hmm. Kishibashi. Kishibashi. Okay. So El, my, what I've been listening to, and this is something I'm kind of ashamed that it's taken this long for me to get around. It's one of those. And I do this with movies and sometimes with music too, yeah. where, you know, like I know a bunch of my buddies have said heat's a good movie and heat's got a really good IMDb score. It's got Al Pacino. I know it's probably good. I would know Antonio. I like it, Yeah, but I just haven't got around to it. And so sometimes I have that same thing with music. And one of them was Miss Lauren Hill. I've heard ah. her name all the time and people talk yeah. about how good she is. And so the other day I was like, I'm just going to throw that on. So I got on Spotify and listened to, uh, What's her big album? Uh, the Miseducation. Mi- the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. My goodness. I'm yep. upset that I waited this long. Yep. And it's yep. got, you can tell that it's it's impacted music after it. Like, yeah. it, there's, it was so, it's a good album. She is amazing. That I just was really impressed by it. And I was like, I cannot believe I'm just now listening to this. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, so th- this is kind of a fun thing that happens when you like, uh, not fun at all, listen to like something old or watch something old is you like then realize that like it, it didn't go as far as you want. Like Lauren Hill stopped making music. So you're not going to get to ever hear new Lauren Hill. Yeah. Or like, you know, you watch like a really good show that got canceled, but you, you know, you find out like once you've started enjoying this show, they got canceled like seven years ago and you're not going to ever know how it's supposed to end or whatever. Yeah. Like that's rough. That's a rough time. Well, um, and it was. It was interesting to me, especially so like you, it's kind of like the game we play with you where stuff gets sampled and knowing whether that was the original and there's just stuff from that album that I've heard sampled throughout hip hop. Yeah. And my listening today, I'm like, oh, that's on this song. Oh, that's on this song. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, so clearly, and that's why I have heard that a lot about Lauryn Hill. And I didn't know, I don't really know her or didn't know her until this week that well. But isn't that kind of the the big, not big gripe, but people are just like, man, I wish Lauryn Hill had more music. Yeah. I mean, you can't, it's, it's hard to falter for not wanting to anymore, but like, man, she, she put so much beauty into the world when she decided to sing. Like just, it was a thing that happened for sure. So that's what I jammed at work. I think on Wednesday and then on the way down here, I just, it's some good stuff. And it's kind of yeah. cool that on Spotify, she's not just Lauren Hill. It's Miss Lauren Hill. I thought that was yeah. cool. Yeah. That you sound like well, you don't really have just. No, I'm going to need your help with this because we, we were out, uh, we were out messing around. It's golf again. Playing golf, but not so much. And Whoa, dad talking you, golf. You were too. You and we put on the On the Road with Dad uh, playlist. Oh, yeah, that, that's a banger. What, what hit you? I mean, I, I, I remember, uh, I don't know, Rage Against the Machine. I remember that. Uh, um, what what really got, what, what, what really you? kind of, uh, when it played, I was like, yes, it was uh, Magic Man came on. Hard All Magic right. Man. Yeah, right. okay. And I was I'll like, here we go. I can Hard jam to that. Magic Man. That's what I was listening to. We Bear. played that a couple of times. We backed that up. I think I think that played and then uh, Boston played and that just that that I thought of that whole CD right like those two songs and then the whole playlist is good but yeah Magic Man was jamming and me and Dad were just in the podcast jamming. We haven't said Heart on here. Heart's a good one. So Heart is good. Heart was one of the best rock and roll bands. I don't know if I know any of them. Two women, Anne and Nancy Wilson. Yeah, I mean just. 
jamming hard. I'm yeah, telling right. you, if you start him, he'll get, he'll get some lessons out. He's he just, some just get your big chief Indian bat out and listen. Hey, if you if you want a trivia night partner, old Liff might be the guy to have. I'm pretty decent at old music. <laughs> pretty decent at old music. So, y'all got anything else y'all want to throw out? No, nah, we're good. I think there's some uh, good football going on. I, by the way, speaking of football, uh, if if you're still if you're listening get, and you want to bet some money, win some money, we're where still can like I do always. That? If you if I wanted, I, I'm well, thinking about betting on the game Monday night. Where would I go? A good place to do it would be go on head on over to my bookie and dot. type in dot dot ag okay but cool. actually well, if you okay, put so in my dot thing com. Is i don't have a lot of money though like could i is there any way you could like lend me some well or? so here's the thing i well, i can't personally okay. but if you go in there and you put jpp in they will match your deposit dollar for dollar so if and I then not only that ten dollars i've got they'll give me 20. they'll they'll match it yeah they'll match it what and then if you put in the JPP, there's actually an extra code. And I don't know how much longer this one's going to go since we're at week eight of the NFL seasons and we're kind of getting into the second half of college football. So they might start taking these promos away. But if you put JPP uh, 25, they'll go dollar for dollar plus an extra 25 bucks. What? But they're just giving you 25 bucks. What? Just giving it to you. And I will say, LJ, if you're going to go bet on Monday Night Football, probably wouldn't put my money on the bills. But <laughs> just saying they're playing the Patriots. Now Now that I say that, I think this will come out Tuesday morning. Watch the Bills beat them or something. Yeah, but, right. Well, but yeah. if you're a yeah. listener to the JPP, go into my bookie. I know there's some other places that do some promo, but put ours in. We, we, we need the love. We need to let them know that our, our people are out there, which maybe they won't want to know this because they'll know these are the people that listen to Uncle Tony throw out picks and they're just robbing my bookie blind. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I think that'll do it for me this week, guys. It was cool getting to record with you in person, finally, Pops. I yep. know I'm still waiting on the time where we all three get to sit down in the studio and just throw it out and just have We've fun. We've teased that like four times now. We got to do it. We got to do it. It's got to happen. Maybe we'll point. do it over the holidays sometime. You reckon? It's hey, got to happen yeah. at some point. Yeah, I'm sure we will. We'll try to do it over. There the could holidays. be an opportunity, and maybe we just put one in the vault because we could record one like this where we're just talking some BS and having fun, and we just record it, and it might not have to drop right after we do it. It just we'll record one, and it might drop in a week or two or you never know we'll see what our holiday schedules look like we'll find out but i think that'll do it for this week you can catch us a little later in the week talking some football uh but that's it for me guys i got anything for me. peace All right. peace out peace out zero yeah We're clapping oh, oh which one zero they count down from three but when you say zero when i say zero okay <laughs> no, when he says zero, not when I say zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, zero. Well, we're like uh, in sync on my end. Are we? Well, we, you were a little off. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I just <laughs> realized if we're how not, that was. If, if, if we're not in sync, then, then something's wrong with me and Dad. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah.